Welcome back, everyone, to the Seacoast Community Church Podcast. We are talking about the pleasures of reading in an age of distraction by Alan Jacobs, or I would prefer to call it how to find pleasure in reading in an age of distraction, or discovering the pleasures of reading in an age of distraction. That's I think that's a better title than the last one I just made up. <clears throat> so the their author wants to help us to uh, delight in reading. And so the question is, well, how? How do we enjoy reading? How do we find pleasure in reading? And, uh, and one of those ways is eliminating the distractions, um, and which he doesn't go into a whole lot of detail about. But um, and it's very early in the book. But yeah, the, we have a lot of distractions. There's social media, there's our phones. And so one way is to um, remove some of those distractions so that you can just focus on reading. Part of it is is developing the attention span uh, to read. Some of you may struggle with this, that after a page or two, you're, you're fidgety, you're wanting to do something else, your hand is trying to look for your phone, perhaps without you even noticing. And you're wanting to check your notifications. You're uh, you're thinking about something else. You're imagining something else. And part of the problem that we have is that because of these constant distractions that we have each day, even in our workplaces, um, we're just not accustomed to have to to focus. We're not accustomed to uh, making a concentrated effort on something. Uh, without having uh, our phone next to us and, and pinging us whenever we have some kind of notification. And so over time, and even as we uh, watch more television, uh, our attention span begins to um, diminish. And so then our ability to, uh, to hold our attention or to keep our attention on something specific well, becomes lost. And but the encouraging thing is that uh, that if you find yourself in this place where you are fidgety, where you are just distracted by your own thoughts as you are reading, it, the encouraging thing is that uh, that level of concentration uh, can be relearned. And so uh, um, there are parts of your brain that are pretty uh, pretty concrete um, and. Uh, and it takes a lot, a great deal of effort to change. But your 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 brain, uh, your your mind is actually pretty, um, it's pretty malleable. Uh, it's part of the reason why we uh, we can learn habits and they can stick. Uh, but through a lot of effort, we can break uh, some habits as well and develop new ones. And this is also the reason why we can also develop the muscle of attention span. And it really, and I think it is helpful to think of it that way to uh, to uh, to see your attention span to see your brain as a muscle that has to be exercised and the only way to exercise that muscle is to be in the practice of giving your your devoted attention to something and maybe you can only focus on reading three pages in one sitting maybe it's two maybe it's only one and you know what that is okay uh, and I think it and it will take some effort to get better at it, but uh, but it can change. You can develop your attention span. And maybe you start out with only one page or two or three in one sitting. Maybe you can only read for 10 minutes. 
and try that, you, then go ahead and do that. Uh, but just don't don't give up reading because just because you don't have the attention span for it. But uh, gradually increase. Maybe uh, maybe for a few days you try to read for ten minutes, and then after a few days, why not trying to read for another two minutes, and and keep it that way for maybe another couple of days or three days, and then and then adding some more minutes. And over time, uh, I think, and the author also is convinced that uh, you'll be able to uh, to concentrate more. And this is why it's important to, uh, especially if you are trying to read more or maybe trying to become a reader, this is why it's important to read what you like. Uh, don't read something just because somebody tells you to. Uh, don't read a book just because you find it in the top 100 books of Barnes and Noble. Uh, don't read a book just because um, a reader tells you that uh, that every single person on the planet should be reading this particular this specific book. No, just pick something that you like, something that you are going to enjoy, and that'll make it that much easier uh, to become a reader. And to find joy and delight in what you're reading, and from there, and, and you know, and try to pick um, manageable books, you know, and uh, and I think fiction is really helpful, really lends itself to to becoming more of a reader, uh, because uh, a lot of fiction, and this is not a, I'm not trying to cast stones at, at fiction. I'm not trying to speak negatively of fiction. I do like fiction. I read fiction. I try to read more of fiction, especially because in many of my reading years, I tended to uh, to to sort of turn away from fiction for reasons I still don't understand why. But fiction can actually be really good. Not all fiction is good. Some fiction out there is just trash. And but I think there can be a lot of things learned uh, through fiction, through particular uh, fictitious books. And so, but I, I anyways, uh, back to my point that uh, reading fiction uh, can be very pleasant. It can be uh, fiction, good fiction can be very entertaining, and so it keeps your attention. And so, if it's it's that much easier for the book to hold your attention and to keep yourself focused on reading when you have something that you really enjoy and when you have a gripping story that uh, that you are just uh, energized and you are wanting to know more and kind of what's coming next. And so, fiction is is I think is very helpful. And and really lends itself to developing one's attention span and 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 what don't worry about uh, reading um, complex books or thick books. That's probably a, a, it's a bad idea to start out with books like that if you're trying to get more into reading. But pick things that are simple. Pick things that you'll enjoy. And over time, then trend then you can sort of gradually transition into much more complex. Uh, and uh, and thoughtful books, uh, books that are 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 longer, um, perhaps books that are much more wordier, and and so that is and so those are some some things to consider if you are wanting uh, to read more, and and we've talked about uh, other ways of finding delight and pleasure in what you read, and part of that means interacting with a book. 
and writing down notes, highlighting, uh, well, no, not highlighting, the author, author would suggest not to highlight, but underline and make comments and things like that. But in addition to that, uh, it is helpful, and I don't, I didn't find it, it wasn't in this book, but there was another book that I've read uh, recently, um, not about reading, but I think about habits, but uh, something that you might consider doing that is helpful to, that will really help you to remember what you've read, is after you read through a particular, after you read through a chapter in a book, is to, is to try to remember what you've read. Like, what is this chapter about? Uh, what are some of the highlights? Try to condense uh, the chapter into a couple sentences. And sometimes in a book, um, a, at the end of a chapter, you'll have maybe half a page that is just empty before the start of the next uh, chapter. Maybe it's a little bit less, maybe it's a little bit more. And that's a really good place to write down some thoughts right there um, to to really capture the idea in that specific chapter that you just finished. And it is a helpful way to remember what you've read. And this is the thing as well. This is one of the reasons why um, many people would, many people try to uh, sort of avoid reading or don't like reading and, um, and, and, the author, uh, Alan Jacobs, says this, and I would agree with it, and, and, and that is that many people do not think that they are uh, smart enough uh, to remember what they've read, to really, to really draw something uh, from books. And uh, you have the capacity, you have the ability to, to learn from books and to remember what you've read. You just have to make an effort to do those things. And one of the ways that you can do that is just write things down at the end of a chapter. Um, it is a helpful way to remember things. And I struggle with this as well. I mean, I don't always remember what I've read in a, in a particular chapter, or I might not even remember what the a chapter was about. And, uh, and so this happens. Uh, this is, uh, this is normal. And, but one way to fight that is to just write things down. And again, I know it is, it is work, uh, but the more you do this, the more that you will learn from books and the more that you will delight and find enjoyment in reading books. Because part of what is enjoyable about reading books is, is the learning. The things that you notice, the things that grab your attention, the things that spark your imagination, uh, those are the things that make reading really delightful. And it's just so helpful to write those things down, whether it's on a computer, doc, on, a, on a Word document, whether it's in a journal, whether it's on the, the, the margins of, of the book. It is so helpful to write those things down. And this lends itself to enjoying reading all that much more. So we'll leave it there, and next week we'll conclude our talk on the pleasures of reading in an age of distraction. <laughs>